crazy criminals were busy this week in Florida. Here's what's on The Docket with Karen Curtis. This week on The Docket, the Martin County Sheriff's Office released a 911 call from a double shooting over an HOA dispute in Stewart. My husband just shot two people and I believe he killed them. Please hurry. Okay, ma'am, just we're on the way right now. I have him sitting in his easy chair. The gun is outside. I have it laying on the ground. The magazine is out of the gun. Okay. Martin County Sheriff's Office says that they have a confession from 75-year-old Hugh Hootman, who allegedly shot Ginger and Henry Wallace after a dispute over a laundry room door that was left open. Here's Hootman's wife on the just released 911 call. There's been an ongoing dispute. A neighbor downstairs just the other day shouted at me and swore at me regarding the washer and dryer. She told the dispatcher that her husband had demanded the couple apologize to his wife. That apology never came. Investigators say 81-year-old Ginger Wallace was the HOA president at Cedar Point Condos in Stewart and that her husband, Henry, also 81, had yelled at Hootman's wife. The woman told the dispatcher that Hootman was in an easy chair and that the gun was disassembled outside the apartment. Hootman wrote an apology while speaking with detectives and officials say that will be used as a confession. Tampa Police Chief Mary O'Connor has resigned after she flashed her badge to another officer to get out of a traffic ticket. I'm hoping that you'll just let us go tonight. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'll say you, you look familiar, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I do. Okay. All right, folks. Well, have a good night. The body cam video shows O'Connor and her husband being pulled over for driving a golf cart on the street without a license plate. Mayor Jane Castor asked for Connor's resignation after she violated department policy in asking for preferential treatment. O'Connor was once charged with a felony battery on an officer during a DUI stop in 1995. The mayor overlooked the charge and selected her to be chief. Her record had been expunged. The Florida Supreme Court is hearing arguments about whether Marcy's Law, the 2018 constitutional amendment giving crime victims the right to hide their personal information from the public, extends to police officers. This stems from a case involving two Tallahassee cops who invoked the law to shield their identities after a use-of-force shooting, claiming that they were threatened. They're saying that if they were involved in shootings, they're victims, the same way a rape, kidnapping, or robbery victim is. The city of Tallahassee and several news organizations sued saying the officers' names should be released because use of force is part of their job and therefore they are not victims. The attorney for the Trump organization says the company will appeal a Manhattan jury decision this week. Former President Donald Trump's namesake real estate company found guilty of criminal tax fraud just three weeks after Trump announced another run for president. Although Trump was not personally charged, the conviction may affect his bottom line. The company is still in business although the Attorney General of New York has a separate civil case that is seeking to perhaps curtail the company's operations. That's still a ways away, and Trump could always move it out of New York, maybe bring it to Florida where he lives. But the company is still viable. Now, whether anyone wants to do business with it is another question. Gabby Petito's family believe the Laundry family lawyer knew their daughter was dead during a police search of the laundry home in Florida. Nicole Schmidt and Joseph Petito filed a civil lawsuit against the Laundries for paying 
pain and suffering, wanting to hold them accountable for the time between when the Laundries allegedly found out Gabby was dead and when her body was found. New public records show that Gabby's family believes that Brian Laundrie told his parents that Gabby was dead on August 28th of last year, nearly three weeks before her remains were found in Wyoming. Now Schmidt and Petito are seeking to add the Laundrie's lawyer, Stephen Bertolino, as a defendant in the civil suit. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol from Big Cat Rescue. Um. And for today's daily update, I'm just going to tell you what I've been doing. So that's Carol Baskin. She's relieved that the Big Cat Public Safety Act is headed to President Biden's desk. She runs the Big Cat Rescue Ranch in Tampa. She was made famous by the Tiger King Netflix series. And Baskin objected to cub petting in which members of the public pay to play or take photos with tiger cubs or other big cats. The Big Cat Act passed unanimously in the Senate and is expected to be signed by President Biden. The bill restricts private ownership of big cats such as tigers, to wildlife sanctuaries, state universities, and certified zoos. That wraps up the docket. Case closed. 